podcast episode 31. I cannot believe it's 31 already. 31 episodes. It's a small amount, but a large amount too, yeah. just depending on how you think about numbers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and how much work it is for you. <laughs> yes. So today we're we're going to go over some May 2022. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk over some news. We're going to share some new music. And that's what we do every time. That is what we do every time. <laughs> that's what this podcast has been like so far. Yeah. So what's going on? So uh, the singer of Black Dahlia Murder died today. That is um, nuts. It is pretty crazy. And... They haven't, I haven't seen any sources that officially say that it was a suicide, but I see the band and all of the articles mentioning it, yeah. uh, mentioned a suicide hotline. So I'm assuming it is a suicide. Same. Um, it's pretty, pretty crazy. I wasn't sure if they're still active. I was just thinking about that band the last few weeks and I was like, oh, I wonder if they're still touring or doing anything. Well, probably not anymore. I don't know. Trevor Scott Sternad, age 41, very yeah. young. And you're right. They yeah. do, they posted the suicide hotline number that that seems to be Which, the case. Wow. Yeah. They're a fun, they were a cool, heavy band. I used to listen to them. So that's a bummer. Yeah. And then on on the positive news, Riot Fest lineup has been announced, which is pretty cool. Um, Misfits are playing. My Chemical Romance is playing. Nine Inch Nails are playing. I, I just feel like for a 10-year period, maybe even 20 years, original mm-hmm. Misfits lineup was supposed to be like the pinnacle of punk rock awesomeness for a reunion. And I remember they announced a, a couple of tour dates a few years ago and it was a huge thing and I missed it and I'm all yep. bummed out. And then Glenn, Glenn Dadzig starts talking within the last couple of years. And then it's, he's like, mm, I don't know about this guy anymore. And, <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, so they're reforming with the original lineup again, but is, is it exciting anymore to me? Uh, I don't know. I feel like the the vibe has changed, at least for me. Is it still an exciting event now, Misfits? Performing? It looks like they're performing Walk Among Us oh, well, specifically. I'm, that's how they get my interest back. Because right See? when I was like, eh, I don't really care. And then it's Walk Among Us. I'm like, oh, well, that's that's probably one of the first yeah definitely in the top 10 of the first punk albums i listened to when getting into punk i can't remember if it was in my first See? five but it's certainly in my first 10 and that one got me into them so that, that's my favorite album of theirs and i did go to one of their reunion shows a couple years ago yeah you got to go and it was ridiculous it was a huge arena show merch was expensive drinks like it it has all the downside of an arena show yeah. However, what are you going to do? You're not going to see Misfits reunion at your local bar yeah. venue. Like yeah. every single person who grew up listening to punk wants to see it. Every single one. And they sold out. I think, you know, they did two nights or they kept adding shows or something yeah. like that to that tour. Or they did a couple, but they all sold out. And I actually traveled <laughs> quite a bit to go to the show and then yes. they had one closer to us but like every single person that grew up listening to punk or listened to punk or whatever like everybody wants to see it so 
that's kind of what you have to deal with. You're not going to see them in a cool, small local venue because everybody wants to see them. Like a lot of us listen to their music, have never seen them. And it is an opportunity. It is a lot of money, but you either, yeah, you either take it or you don't. So I have a friend who, you know, pays a lot of money to go see Paul McCartney because he's a huge Beatles fan. So, and that's just what it is. Do you want to see one of the last living Beatles or do not? So that's what he does. Uh, The same thing here. There's choices. I totally understand why people are willing to pay the money and go because I am. I totally understand why people are not willing to pay money and do it. It is a lot of money. So you have to be really into it but it was really fun you know they played the songs they played all the hits you know all the songs the crowd was into it it was a crazy and it's not like an experience you get to have in an arena size venue as a punk fan yeah a lot of our bands play in smaller places and with this the one i saw them they had rise against and they had distillers opening which is pretty cool as well. So it was a good show. It is a lot of money though. So, but it is what it is, as they say. Yeah. I just, the big show feel with a band that plays three chord punk, they do not go well (laughs) together for the bands I've seen like that. You need to see them in a smaller place. It's as soon as you had a thousand people and then you go to 2000 people, then it's already a little weird. And then you're talking 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. And it's just, it's small music being played as if it were arena rock. It just doesn't sound the same as ACDC playing a giant arena, playing Thunderstruck. They're playing like We Are 138. And it's just such a strange experience. They had a, they've upgraded their stage show. There's like, things there's lights and fire and things so it's a little it is not it is an arena show um maybe the sound you're right is not necessarily um an arena sound but i think the other thing that makes us think that it's not an arena sound is the fact that the recordings were so old that they do sound not as good on the recording as you you know the the, it wasn't as high quality recording as we have now so i think that also plays um, a role in it, but yeah. And then, then you also have the energy of so many people, which, which is pretty fun. So, I mean, it's kind of like going to punk rock bowling. So there, there's pros and cons. It is weird sometimes to see some bands that you saw in smaller stages and they're playing main stages. And some of them you're like, Oh, how's that going to work? But it, it works. People are into it. And every single, you know, people were there. A lot of people traveled. People were into the the show it was crazy it was one of the craziest pits i've been in in the last few years for sure i kind of thought i was going to die <laughs> some parts of it I, I was like wow i'm i am in a really big pit right now and well, then you convinced me because i was thinking eh, i don't care anymore just like i said but then you got yeah. me kind of pumped where i'm okay that's exciting news cool i would be excited okay. now because you're saying they're still good you have experience you're telling me yeah don't worry I had about fun. It. it's better than what you think you have all these concerns it that is. are not really a big deal get over it yeah. and get your ass to the show if you're gonna go see the yeah show. Okay. just think about it would you rather would you rather go to coachella or would you rather go see misfits play a stadium oh, like it's still yeah. what you like so you still will have fun of course you 
you know, I'm sure everyone would rather see them in a smaller venue, but that's, that's not happening guys. So that's not, that's not an option. So your option is arena show or nothing, you know, or it's watch interesting. some old video. This is a fest. So I imagine it's yeah. going to be some outdoor stage where yeah. it's just a vast open area, which is mm -hmm. different than when you're seeing the same kind of band in a giant basketball stadium. Or yeah, the sound stadium. usually is not as good. And so I'm outside. feeling like, and then also if it's a festival, you can kind of maneuver yourself around easier and get a spot that you kind of like more so than you can when you go to a football show. Because yeah. it's usually you have to pay for a seat there and then you're sitting in the stands which is terrible. So I'm thinking, okay, you go to this misfit show, you can kind of move your, you know, move your way up a little bit and you get a good view. You might maybe get a spot where you can actually hear the instruments properly. And then it's cool. Probably yeah. better to go to the fest than it is to the football concert. Even if they were the headliner, that's the thing though, the fest, it'll be a shorter set. They'll probably play what 45 minutes. They're going to play walk among us. And then they'll probably yeah. play a handful more of, a uh, of the other hits, the hits. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Mis the Misfits hits. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the rest of the lineup is pretty good for a festival. I'm not, I'm never as excited about a festival lineup as some people, just because the promoters try to get a little bit diversity. And I don't always like the things, the other bands they add to the bill, but there's a lot of good bands, Alkaline Trio, and I'm excited. Luna Chicks, yeah, yeah, yes, have not played Slitter Kenny. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's definitely, it's a good, as far as festivals go, it's probably one of the better lineups this oh, year. Yeah. Looks I'm great. Sure. This is going to be yeah. in September, September 16th, in 17th, Chicago. And 18th in Chicago. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. The lineup is, it's a stacked lineup. That's good. Then the question just becomes, do you want to go for all three days? Do you want to pick a day? For sure, I would do the first day and the last day. I don't know about that middle day. Yellow card. I see, but that's the middle day is the, the misfits day. Oh, each day has each day right? has a thing that you can't miss. That's how oh, they, they're good at their jobs. Look yeah, at that see. yellow card followed yeah. by the misfits. Oh, that's a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah get up kids young blood Fear, oh my god man that's annoying bad religion bad religion that's so just, that's man what a nuisance i know oh yeah first day well, this is why first day awesome that's why we don't go third day awesome second one anyway now i'm annoyed <laughs> well to do i don't know you know they're I really good at booking it so that so you don't so you don't miss a day because you you know if they were if they didn't stagger the bands like that everybody would just pick a day they have to day sell out the whole the thing. drunken stupor day you're just like oh ah, I'm gonna get loaded I'm tired and uh yeah fall over and yeah, yeah. That's, that's the social day where you go talk to strangers stuff like that that's what day two I is see. <laughs> ah and then uh, you saw you there's a punk rock girl musical Yes, yeah, so this was interesting because a couple of weeks ago we talked about there in Los Angeles they had an underground punk uh, play that they were putting on, right? And so I was kind of keeping an ear out for other punk rock events that aren't just musical based but kind of cultural events. And then this mm -hmm. is weird because BMG, the Bertelsmann Music Group, a massive billion-dollar conglomerate 
I remember I used to, well, I think I was one of the members of the BMG music club 20 years ago or 30 years mm -hmm. ago, very long time ago. And anyway, so they own all of the rights to millions of songs. So what they did is they picked what they call punk rock girl songs. And so it's Blondie, Pink, Avril Lavigne, Pat Benatar, Sleater Kinney, and then Dead Milkman, the punk rock girl, because that's the name of the thing. So I, I don't know what to think of this because I would, the idea without the BMG involvement sounds cool punk rock girl right. play i'm like this is something i would go to but then you start looking at it and bmg this conglomerate they're just out to make money i mean this has nothing money to do with and it. nobody makes none of the artists to yeah. make the money and then it's called punk rock girl but then they got i mean i like pat benatar but punk pink yeah well, pink i like pink but well i mean pink's kind of a punk but I don't know. I just... It's a very, yeah, that was my thing. My feelings about it was like, oh, that's cool that they're making something about punk rock, women and punk rock. Yeah. But then two, I don't like musicals, but okay, this, this is a little different. I'm willing to give it a chance. But then three, I was like, but this isn't, this is a very interesting interpretation of punk. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily apply to i don't know it's it's a very interesting interpretation i will just say because yeah some of the things i'm like well avril is really popular and yeah. a lot of like people like her but is she the biggest representative of what a punk rock a woman and punk rock is not to me may, maybe to some not to me and yeah some of the the choices again pink but and um, pink is just so popular and there's so many other musicians musicians they could showcase instead that it just seems like it's kind of weird to me that's it's the thing it seems like such a cool concept and it could have been so much better than what it yeah. appears to have become yeah a big old missed opportunity because you could have yeah. kept how you could keep avril lavigne it she'll bring in new punks you can keep pink <laughs> that'll bring in new yeah. punks and then you play awesome punk songs with those big bands, and then it creates a, a big wave yeah. of newness, a new excitement. Yeah. But instead, they do a couple of stuff. Like, so, okay, they put in Sleater Kenny. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, you could have done it. You could have done so much more. It just, and then just Katie, even, Katie Perry's yeah, in there. I'm looking like, at oh, Katie now. Perry, and I'm like, that's a that's an interesting. And even the song of hers that they picked, I'm like, that's yeah. not even, what? I mean, at least pick something off of like her earlier albums that it's at least a little more rock a little less pop i don't know so yeah it's yeah. it's just kind of like when somebody doesn't really understand the genre puts together yeah a list or something that, that's how it feels names. you know yeah. to katie perry's credit uh she played the warp tour one year correct she did play warp tour but she's not a punk artist anymore nor does she pretend to be yeah, or but i will give her some credit to be. because at the time she was playing warp tour that album of hers just blew up it was like right at the it same was, time and she still did it and yeah. she stuck out that tour and turned down a ton of money to go leave that tour and go headline but she stuck it out and played on warp tour with us i mean so i'm like okay katie perry you're cool. Yeah. Maybe I don't like anything that you do now or whatever, but I just mean as a person, that was a cool thing to do back in the day. 
So I'm fine with her being included in the punk rock girl show. It's, but I mean, that's a very yeah. long winded explanation of why that's fine. <laughs> it's almost like people would always bunch no doubt into, is that a punk band? Is it not a punk band? And then at one point they got so huge that it was, and their music changed so many times. And it's kind of like what they're doing here. And it's like, I mean, maybe if it, if it is punk adjacent or it's, influence or whatever but that's not the band to show if you're trying to give an example of the genre yeah. they're like an exception not the rule kind of thing and so yeah it's really confusing to me to be like oh the yeah 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 since little kinney and then you have pink and katie Perry. it's like do you even understand what you're talking about i i don't think so and i still hope it's successful just so more yeah. stuff comes from it so even if this thing is not good, something could uh -huh. come good from it. It's a, a huge company that I'm sure the stage production is going to be some massive, yeah. you know, massive spectacle. So that will gain interest from the mainstream media, these bands, more people will get into it. It's good for the scene in a weird trickle down way. So, okay. But am I excited specifically for this thing? No, I'm kind of disappointed. They should have named it the pop punk girl. And then I would have been as offended. That's what they needed to do. Again, the person just needs to be a little more familiar with the genre. It's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is to rock and roll what punk rock girl yeah. is to the music they've selected for punk exactly. rock Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because it's it's funny because I'm looking at the the lineup for Riot Fest and some of these bands that are playing it are, or just a couple, the Slitter Candy and Yaya Yas are on both. So oh, that's funny. maybe that'll uh, encourage those bands to do more things because that would be exciting if that's the result of emergence of interest in them again. Yeah. There, I'm being positive. For once. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There it was. Hey, I'm done. <laughs> Yep. Given all you could give. <laughs> See you guys in 2023 next next time. Moving on. Yes, new music releases. New music. And so the interrupters finally put out a new single uh in mm -hmm. the mirror. And I thought it was okay. I, we gotta bring it, you gotta talk about it though, because the interrupters, they are a ska punk band. Huh? They've got played on mainstream radio and they had a huge hit on Hellcat Records. And now oh, that's right. They're primed to be a huge band. Like they are all yeah. set. They had an underground hit. They've organically grown. They've played huge shows. They opened for Dropkick Murphys in a stadium tour. They're like, here we are. We're ready to go. This is going to be the next evolution in giant punk bands. And so this is the song that they're starting off with the whole album's not out yet. This is just a single. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm not, I don't dislike it, but I don't like it as much as the big hit. Like I still like the hit. Oh yeah. It's, it's one of those bands that's like really huge, but I'm not super. And I think I'm just not a big ska I'm always like, why does everyone always talking about that band? But uh, uh, speaking of this song reminded me of no doubt. I think her voice sounded oh, yeah. similar as to early, early days. No doubt. Not when they 
try to be reggae or whatever, no, but like early, no, no, no doubt. It reminded me of that yeah. be because that's how deep my ska knowledge is, I guess. That, that's also true. <laughs> but it, the, the, her, I, I do think her voice kind of sounded like it. Yeah, I mean, when I hear ska punk, it's just, it's such a time, a moment in time for my life when I was willing to go to a, a club and dance like because yeah. you know, the skanking so i just think about skanking and that upbeat music and yep. interrupters they brought it back for me it sounded just like the stuff that i was listening to in the late 90s and that then it all died out and now they bring it back and um i am interested when they put out the full length i'm definitely going to check it out there's no doubt there's no doubt about cool. it hey oh, oh. double double triple triple so good uh, we saw them at punk rock bowling without even knowing it a long, long time ago. Oh, like maybe, okay, that makes five sense. years ago. I can't. I don't know okay. time anymore. I remember they were the. No. We walked into the venue and they were the first band playing, and I remember. Yeah. Man, this is catchy, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Horns. That was a terrible ska impression, but. Is there any good? Please don't do that. Impression? No, there's not. Oh, anyway. Another release is from Beach Rats with Rat Beat. Oh man, this band—they're good. I mean, I'm I'm going through trying to find new bands and stuff, mm -hmm. and this one just hit me. I'm like, I like this band, and I love that. I love it when I hear something. I'm like, I like it, and I liked mm -hmm. it. So, it's, okay. It's yeah, it was catchy. It's fun. It's punk. It's worth a listen. There's really nothing like, to it. Like, yeah. it's not. It's not a new thing. It's not. It's not no. even an old thing. It's just. This is just punk rock. But yeah. who's doing it? You can go listen not to a lot of bands. Punk bands that you already like. You can go re-listen to the albums that you already like. But what if you're still a fan and you want? more stuff to listen to than the same old stuff like you still like the old stuff and then there's beach rats so i'm super happy they got mm -hmm. signed to epitaph right so that's a pretty big deal when way later in life i'm still like yes still cool stuff still cool bands still cool songs i like it so yeah beach yeah. rats i gotta check them out and another more songs cool from them are needed another cool band name is bad waitress bad waitress heck yeah i th i've liked them for a while but they hadn't had anything uh come out at the same time we we're doing a podcast so this is the first opportunity i had spit it out and they're just a good band that i like riot girl influence sure garage punk influence sure but they're still a modern band sure. in the modern world with a modern take on the world so I like them. Uh, they have a lot of old music. Yeah. Old. I mean, a few years. They have a few albums. There you go. So it's not An like existing catalog. Thank you. And it's good. So mm -hmm. there's plenty of songs to mm -hmm. choose from. Check out Bad Waitress, another band that is awesome that I like. And uh, then it was Witch Fever. This was a weird one because it's just so uh -huh. different, Witch Fever, than the other punk bands on the Spotify punk list and the new release radar thing, all the stuff that I get in my musical, what do you, explosion that I keep trying to pull things from. 
and then there's this witch uh -huh. so i listened to it and i was like well this is different it's a little slower and then the vocals are uh like spoken i, I was thinking i would say it's grunge punk it's just got a little dirge to it uh it's not catchy it's not poppy it's not heavy it's just they're rocking out in a dirty manner the guitars are probably down tuned of some degree I, and they're just making nasty rock and roll and i'm like this is cool witch fever if you were coming to town i'd want to check you out you're doing something a little different than you know i just talked about beach rats they're playing a familiar punk that i already like beach rats. yeah and i'm happy that there's new punk that sounds like the old punk yay who but then witch fever a little different different thing completely but i like them i like them both so i'm very happy that there is new stuff to be listening to i saw a meme about how somebody's annoyed that a band that they just covered five minutes ago is not currently touring <laughs> and I, it just i don't know it just came to my mind right now because it's like oh there's all these bands i want to see why are they not currently playing here right now you know that's always frustrating when you find a new band and then you you want to see them and then sometimes you and sometimes you find them right as they were just here that's the worst they they just played your town like a week ago but you didn't know about them and now you do and now you have to wait a year and a yeah. half and the other thing is here in the bay area bands skip the bay area now it, we have talked yeah, about it it's yeah. just such a strange thing it's a new thing like san francisco used to be a mandatory spot that bands would come to now they do not they don't i think it's because of covid restrictions and stuff they're much stricter than other parts they of the country coming that's my theory COVID too i think that's part of it yes mm. but i think there's also other stuff too like demographically Maybe. or something because i think about we don't have no longer have a modern rock radio station there's really no way to promote that's them. one thing yeah yeah and then the last song is uh from cave in they it looks like they already have a couple of songs from their upcoming album uploaded and i saw there's a video for one i think it's blood spiller and i listened to that song and i was like that's kind of not what i remember cave in sounding like i haven't listened to them in a while but i was kind of like oh it's a little bit more to me it sounded a little more stoner rock sludgier but then i listened to this tune uh, the song new reality and it was a little bit more aggressive and faster and i like that one more so maybe their next album is just going to be dynamic and have different sounds i don't oh, know interesting so. we uh on our old radio show cave in was one of our staples of bands we would play yeah. so i'm interested to see what they're doing if you're talking they've moved on to stoner and incorporated that i'm like well i'm gonna have to check this out because that's just so different i wouldn't say it was but it just was more okay. like it, it was a little bit do you know what i'm saying like it, it more than the other a little vibe. i wouldn't say it was just straight up yeah a vibe that's the vibe i was mm -hmm. personally getting but yeah that is I'm that's my out. interpretation of but it but you said new reality though <laughs> that's your classic cave in just like you like so maybe a little bit, that's the one i i like more, so far uh, yeah a little bit of something you like uh, what is it something borrowed yeah. something blue something new <laughs> whatever that is cave in <laughs> their new their new uh ep <laughs> oh and then you know what i think uh mean jeans have a couple new tracks i haven't listened to oh. but i think i just saw something about that so oh, we have that'll to be check on next that time out for, for sure next time for sure yeah heck yeah
Well, from good to bad, now you said you were no longer going to be positive, and now you get your chance oh, <laughs> to have your grudge. That's right. So that was, oh, my grudge. Yeah, I pets being sick. Oh that's my current grudge. That's beyond grudge. My pet is beyond grudge. Yeah, it's the ultimate grudge, the number one grudge in life. Um, my dog's been kind of sick. A couple of my friends are dealing with sick pets and I'm just kind of, it sucks because you can't talk to them and find out what's happening. And so the vets for people who don't have pets and don't know what it, it's basically a huge guessing game and they're not really amazing at it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's just, not only is it draining emotionally and financially, but you don't even know what's going on half the time. You're like, are you just tired? Are you sick? Are you feeling worse? Is it something else? Like you have no idea. Pets just need to at least talk when they're sick or something, but then they would just complain probably. So maybe that's not a good idea. And yeah. I, I, I still think, yeah, that's beyond grudge. That's like yeah, full on life is now in the dumper and it's, you know, impacting every aspect of my waking minute. That's kind of how the, that one plays out. Super depressing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. emotionally draining. It's terrible. There. Yeah. See, I told you I was done being positive. Look how, <laughs> how low I went for this Yikes. one. It's just like, I know I was. And what about you? What is your, Oh, grudge? my grudge. I finally have one. <laughs> Oh, good. You know, not as a, Yay, seri not as a serious topic as pet sickness, but something that bothers me on a daily basis. And I am so PO'd, I can barely take okay. it. And it's automobile infotainment systems. I hate it. I'm tired of it. It's a step back. And they're terrible. So just to summarize what it is, because maybe people don't know. Cars used to just have a center console where if the temperature was cold, you just crank a knob. If you wanted to listen to music, you would just put in a CD or a cassette or turn on the radio by twisting a knob, something they could actually uh -huh. hold. Um, all of that's gone now. Now it is a touch screen, no knobs, right. no way to feel what the heck is going on. So you're driving around and you want to change the, the channel or you want to switch a track that you're listening to. You got to go through a central menu, push the touch screen in a like two millimeter space while you're driving to find the right button and then go through a sub menu uh -huh. to whatever audio source that you want to listen to. Then you get your audio source. Then you find the album track that you're trying to find. Then you can hit the play uh, button on it. And then you realize, oh, I don't really want to listen to that album. Oh, my God. And then you have to start over, basically. Go back to another sub screen. Go back. And then in the meanwhile, uh, it's cold. I want to change the temperature. I want Then you got to go back to the main menu and then go to a sub menu and choose climate and then adjust the stupid fan on it. I hate it. I hate it. It's not even my car. I don't, oh. I don't even have that in my car. My car is so old. It doesn't have any of that stuff. I'm afraid to ever buy a new car, even if I am rich, because I don't want to deal with any of that crap. I hate it. I was looking up today. My car is getting quite old. And I'm like, can you replace it? Can you buy a new car without one and get anything? No, it, there are no options. You have no choice in the matter anymore. You have to have the stupid infotainment system. And I don't want a new car. I don't know if I'm ever going to get a new car just because of that. 
even if like well, I you said, can always get a car that's like 10 years old that's to exactly avoid that. But, but then I'm already driving also, a piece of junk that's hell old. So I love get I another know, one. But a lot of cars, they also have some of those controls on the steering wheel. So you don't have to look on the screen. You can just push a button. Like if you want to skip a song or turn it up mm, or down. Yeah. Not convinced. So I think you just need to be very choosy about what brand of car you buy. That's annoying because... because the only thing I actually care about is how long is this car going to last me? Like when I buy a car, okay. I'm thinking, is this thing going to last me 20 years? Because I don't want to buy another one every time i get one and then usually i'll get in a car crash or something and i have to get a new one and that's the only time i ever change cars so now you're telling me i have to think about what infotainment system do i want in conjunction with the steering wheel that is terrible well, because it's so important to you i think maybe maybe that's the most important thing to you maybe for some people it's the gas mileage but for you it's the infotainment system I'm sounds so like PO'd. There's so many things about new cars. You'll get a car with no steering wheel, but you need the the infotainment system. And I'll save it for next time. But I'm going to an add on to the infotainment system are cars that shut off when you're at a red light. That's a whole nother problem oh. that I have with new cars. That's all new. And that's feature, I think it might just yeah. be a California thing. I'm not quite sure. It is. But I am not buying a car from California if that happens. I, that is that's even worse than the infotainment system. If my car shuts off and I have to freaking started up every time it comes that is stupid i don't care about the environment enough for that that's dumb so anyway two grudges in one right there all right well that was the podcast for this week i could go on <laughs> please don't uh and you can follow us on instagram almost punk email us at almostpunkpod at gmail.com if you have any music you think we should listen to or share if you have any grudges if you have any thoughts about anything you can write us i don't know if we'll write it you back but you can try do it and that is the show yeah well, we're out bye-bye